Welcome back to season two of the Par for the Court podcast. Season two. First episode of the year. It's September 29th. It's the 28th. September 28th. When when uh, when the date's released, it's going to be the 29th. No, but it's the 28th. Well, 29th is going to be when we're talking in the listeners' ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They so. can listen to it whenever. It's not just on the 29th. Well, they're meant to listen to it on the 29th. I don't think we have that good of a fan base. Uh, we have thousands of listeners that listen right when it get posted. Incorrect. Uh, have you seen the latest releases of the, you know, reportings? The podcast that we don't record? No, did I our, haven't. Did our boss send you those? No, he didn't. Oh, well, he sent me the, the you know, the numbers. Pretty good. Strong fan base in Poland. They listen right away. Shout out to all the guys in Warsaw. I know Igor, he's out there. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. Igor's a, Igor's a frequent listener, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Okay, um, well, NBA season is uh, right around the corner. Media day just happened. Training camp starting. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of buzz. A lot to talk about. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, this episode we're going to do our Eastern Conference predictions. Also, we are going to uh, have our segments, which are going to be a little revamp staples. for season two. Yeah, you know, coming back better, you know. Reorganize, retooling, you know, all that stuff. Just like that, that one rapper said, back and better. Lil, Lil Wayne. Could you say that again? Back and better, the Lil Wayne song. Oh, that one? Yeah. Of course. Or, yeah, Lil Wayne. Okay. Well, let's get it started. Let's go. It's par for the court podcast. Okay. Uh... We're going to start off with the Eastern Conference predictions. Um, a lot of turnover, a lot of change, a lot of new talent in the East. Wouldn't you say so? Not too I mean, the top stay pretty consistent. The teams that I have in my top ten, there's not too much change. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll see about that. All right, um, let's start with ten. You know, that's how numbers go. You go for, we're, we're going to do the top ten teams in the East. We're going to do our predictions for ten through one. My 10th team, Yep, the Washington Wizards. Oh, yeah? I think they've probably had one of the better off-seasons yeah. in the league. Um, as a Wizards fan for years and years of Ernie Grunfeld being the GM and doing absolutely nothing, it's very refreshing to have Tommy Shepard in there actually making moves that will help the team. You know, signing DeLon Wright. Trades. The trades they made. Nuggets. Yeah, with the Nuggets. What'd they get from the Nuggets, Cole? Will Barton, Mont Morris. Yeah. Those are two key rotational guys. I'd say an upgrade from, Ish, upgrade from Ish Smith, upgrade from KCP. Um, Wait, you're saying that's an upgrade from Ish Smith? Yeah. Interesting. I, I honestly do think that. Um, I have a little bit more respect for the Wizards. My 10th seed, I'm going to go with the Bulls. It was between the Bulls, Hornets, and Knicks okay. for me, but... Bulls, you know, more of a veteran presence. You think the Hornets are going to get close to? Uh, never mind. Yeah, of course never they're going. Of course they're going to get close. Okay, it's hard, dude. The rest of the teams don't really want to win, and of the Hornets versus the Knicks, I get the Hornets. They got a lot of talent. Okay, um, they might not have, you know, they're they're young right now, but talent. Lost some Miles Bridges. That'll do it. Shouldn't hit women though, you know. Um, but yeah, hot take. <laughs> no, I'm against hitting women. Straight Part up the court against. podcast against hitting women. Yeah, that's official. right. You can put that on a shirt. You can quote us on that. We should start um, selling those. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Bulls, 10 seed, really sucks about Lonzo. That's one of the most depressing storylines of the summer. Um, I don't know if you saw any clips from the Zoom meeting he was on. Did you see it? I didn't know there was clips out of his Zoom. What, the well, press conference? He couldn't come in person to... I mean, I heard about what he said, that he can't walk up and down stairs and things like that. It was The doctors have never seen such a thing. I didn't know there were clips out. It was the most melancholy interview I've literally ever seen in my life. Lonzo Ball, he is not healthy enough to come to media day people like people have come on like the wheelie um thing you know what i'm talking about where they rest their leg on the thing it's like I think it's called a scooter whatever yeah, there you go um like people have come to pre- the press or media days on those and stuff he he couldn't even come in and he had a zoom meeting with the press and it was really depressing um and that's why i want to talk about it because it makes me sad i'm a big lonzo ball fan but yeah yeah demar Derozan, old zach levine iffy questionable injuries vucevic no defense Patrick Williams, though, promising, but you know, he can only he can only be so good on the defensive Patrick end. Patrick Williams is like a lot of the same of what they have, though. I guess like depth, depth wise, they're heavy two to four. Yeah, and like Alex Caruso, he's not. I don't. I don't. I, I'm not a guy. I don't think he should be played at the one, but he's going to have to play at the one. You know? Another guy, Alex Caruso, a lot of what they have. Yeah. So, nine seed. This I, I had the Bulls. I had the Wizards. So okay, pretty much touched on those. Well, I think I want to talk about the Wizards a yeah. little bit more because well, you kind of I think, cut dude, us off. But. I, I mean, I think 9-8-7, for me, those are going to be really, really close. Really close. I like yeah. the Wizards. I really do. And I hope they surprise me and get even closer, uh, maybe even out of the play-in. Because I love Beal, and I love uh, Chris Tapsporzinga's Revenge Tour. He didn't look amazing in FIBA, but we don't need him to be amazing. Um for the season, we need him to be consistently in the lineup. We need him to make shots. Yeah. And we need him, we need him to try on the rebounding front. Try on know? the rebounding and defensive end. And I think the Wizards are probably one of the teams in the league that has the lowest floor and also a very, very oh, yeah. high ceiling. 100%. You know, we haven't seen Beal with a true point guard since John Wall. That's right. Even when John Wall was there, Beal was still developing. John Wall was taking the brunt of the load usage-wise, shot-wise. You know, we can really see Beal – put his money where his mouth is and say, I want a team here to develop and lead. I think he has that. Yeah. He has Kuzma with him. He has Will Barton, Monte Morris, DeLon Wright, somebody he played with at Utah. Yeah. Or with that Kuzma, Kuzma played with Kuzma, at Utah, yeah. rather. I think there's just a lot of pieces here, and I think if they really get going together and they gel, I think they could be yeah. top eight. I love the pieces they have, and I'm really excited to see how it goes. Yeah. Which, okay, the Westbrook year – the beginning of the season was really exciting, and it went really well, and they went on a losing streak, and what we first saw is a bunch of vets that were, like, experienced and stuff, then turned into a bunch of vets that have egos that are stuck in their ways that are like, well, we should yeah. be doing this, and we should be doing this. Yeah. So it's really going to be about, you know, we also have to think about Wes Unsell Jr.'s leadership. You know, I also think there's trades left for them to make. I think they have a very deep front court that they don't yeah. necessarily need all those pieces. Yeah. Could see a Thomas Bryant move. Thomas Bryant's on the Lakers. Thomas Bryant is on the Lakers. As I said that, I, <laughs> as I said that, I I saw the picture of him, dude. Like let's with just, the jersey reveal. How about this? You were just on top of it. You knew Bryant was going to get moved. Yeah. Sadly, yeah, he was yeah. a free agent and he signed there. So I wouldn't really call them getting moved, but he he was on the move. But I still think there's a lot of depth in that front court. I'm four excited. Or five wise, that I think they could make some moves. I'm excited for them to have huge lineups, like huge lineups. Yeah, they could do that. Kuzma's going to be at the three probably. They could, put, they could put Kuzma 2, Rui in Kuzma there. Two. I for, dude, if, if, they, if Kuzma goes 2, that'd be... Porzingis 4, Gafford 5. Beal, Beal the 1, 
Kuzma at the two. They could. Rui at the three. Porzingis at the four. Gafford at the five. They That'd could. That's like they could do that. I I just I hope Porzingis starts at the four. I hope he's not the five. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the eighth seed. Who's your eighth seed? Atlanta. Same. Literally same. I. Dejounte Murray, we have not ever seen in an this environment is all, this like is this. also a low floor, high ceiling team to me. I guess um, Dejounte Murray, we haven't seen in an environment like this. We don't know how. Also, I haven't seen Trey Young in something like this. Yeah, it's true. Um, I would expect. I mean, actually, I'm not even going to pretend like I know what to expect. You never do. I'm looking out for a drop in Trey Young points and assists because Dejounte Murray, I don't like him off ball. I don't know about you, but I like him with the ball in his hands. I like him getting downhill. Um, I don't love him spotting up. And, you know, Trey Young likes to have the ball in his hands. Um, and I am also just waiting on the inevitable John Collins once out yet again. I'm, that's going to happen, obviously. How, well, I mean, how many every, times? Every season there's, oh, John, John Collins is getting shot. Exactly. But they're not going to they – they want more than – that is out there for him and stuff like this. Well, never. it's not even John Collins getting shots. It's John Collins being disgruntled, yeah. you know? And, yeah, I'm just – There could I'm, also be, if they start going somewhere, I mean, where does this leave Bogdan Bogdanovich in the depth chart? Um, six men. He's not going to – dude, he's going to – they should trade him, honestly. That's what I'm saying. They want the their, you know, DeJounte and Trey Young playing like 35 minutes a game. Yeah. You know, so – It'll just be interesting to see those, t- those two players who have been – very high usage guys for their teams, for their own teams, primary ball handlers, and see them kind of share the load and coexist beside each other. Yeah, it's going to be weird. A lot of ESPN. I mean, ESPN is like a Trey Young love fest. Yeah. Um, but that's what that's what markets well. That's what sells well. Yeah, exactly. But like, Obviously. dude, you're 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 putting the you're putting the cart before the horse. Is that it? Yeah, they're putting the cart before the horse. They're, like, dude, the Hawks were in the play-in, and they were terrible yeah. against the Heat. Terrible. Yeah. And they add DeJounte Murray, who has never won before, and they're like, oh, yeah, top three. What? That's not fair. Well, the Vic Kregi edition oh, yesterday. dude. That, that changes everything. That does. I mean, but, you know, they gave up so much yeah. in that trade. We'll I'm, see how that shakes out. That, that shook the league up yesterday. I'm not even, I already forgot who they gave up for Vic Kregi. But they gave up. It was an older guy. I know that. It doesn't matter though. It doesn't yeah, matter. <laughs> okay, seven seed. I bet we're gonna the same here. You think? Yeah. Three, two, one. Raptors. Cleveland. Ooh. You have the Raptors higher. One seed higher. Why would you give that up? You can't spoil that. Sorry. Now everybody's gonna click off. Man, sorry. dude. So what the hell? so sorry. Um. Yeah. Raptors, man, they got guys. Are we talking about Cleveland or Toronto here? The Raptors. Okay. The Raptors got guys, and they looked really good this offseason. I don't know if you've been watching Rico Hines' runs at all, but the Raptors always have. The Raptors run the Rico Hines' runs. Raptors run the Rico Hines' runs. I mean, Jalen Brunson was talking about how he hates playing against them because they're so big. Um, You know, back in the day, it was like the East runs through Cleveland. The Rico, Rico Hines, Hines runs, runs through the through Raptors. Raptors. That's right. We got to make those shirts too. Two shirts out of this episode. Yeah, dude. Like they have assistant coaches sitting on the sidelines watching them. Like they, dude, they are going to be so well gelled, and there's so much talent. And they're so deep. I just, I really like them. They play really hard, and yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, the problem, not a problem, but the NBA is so, so deep with talent this year, especially the top of the East. Yeah. Like, they could play a great season and be a six seed. Yeah, exactly. Like, like this is yeah. really tough. And them having them at seven seed, like, dude, really, what big of a difference does it make if you're at the seventh seed or the fifth seed? Because not much. Those the, the top three, four seeds in the East are going to be so interchangeable. Um, yeah. And I'm betting, okay, we'll, we'll talk about this later. I'm not going to give up my whole. But, yeah, um, Raptors, not a playing team. Not That's all I'm going to say. They're no, not going to be in a play. I don't think so. Um, I have the Cavs at six, obviously. So, yeah. What do you think about the Cavs, Chase? I mean, I think, again, kind of the same thing I said with the Wizards. Great offseason, great moves, trending in the right direction. But the East is so deep with talent and just solid rosters up and down. I think they're a couple of years away from being a top four seat. I was thinking the exact same thing. Um, one thing I do want to say about the Cavs is people are overreacting too much about the hole at the three spot. And yeah, it's I, not that big of a deal. I don't like them. I don't think they're going to be going small. I think that they're going to be playing Dean Wade or Dylan Windler at the three a lot. Um, How did you say that last name? How is it supposed to be said? It's Windler. Windler. Windler, whatever. Dylan Windler. Windler. That's what you just said. Windler. Um, yeah. Windler. Okay. Um, I'm hearing great things about Dean Wade's offseason, his progression, his shooting. Um, and defensively, I really am not too worried about, like, you know, um, them people trying to blow okay, by. Okay, and that's us talking Dean Wade. <laughs> Dude, the, the Cavs have such a talented defensive front court that Dean Wade's perimeter lacking is not going to be a huge Yeah, thing. I mean, when you look through their roster, they have so much scoring and talent besides at the three spot that they almost just need, like, a formidable player at the three spot. Exactly. If that makes any sense. They One just, that can They just need a guy shots. that's out there that's not really going to mess things up. Make shots and they pass. Three and D, you know. Three and Guys D. like Lamar Stevens, Dylan Windler. Lamar Stevens is not three. He, he has the – he might have the D – but he has a whoa pull up whoa (laughs) whoa uh i would call lamar stevens pull up two and d not okay but he goes out there and he affects the game positively uh that's a stretch whatever how is that a stretch i didn't know you're so high on lamar stevens chase i am am. okay well whatever um jetty osmond obviously jetty dude jetty osmond's there for moral support jetty osmond is dude i haven't even heard him mentioned once through all the Cavs podcasts that i've listened to this past Three weeks. He hasn't even been mentioned. They're not worried about J.D. Osmond. J.D. Osmond's there for most sport. Um, well, Okoro obviously still is. I don't like Okoro. Okay. Well, I think he's a developing player. That developing player. Okay. That could be the three-man that I just described. I think he's developing backup, too. That's what I think he is. Anyways. I think he can fill the role that I just spoke about. Okay. Of I think, going in. I just want to be on record. I think Dean Wade should start a three. That's, Get out of here. Okay, whatever. The starting lineup for the Cavs. 6'3", 6'3", 6'10", 6'11", No, listen. Feet. This is the starting lineup for the Cavs. It's Lopez at the five. Oh, yeah. Allen at the four. Right. Mobley, Mobley at, the at the three. Yeah. Kevin Love at the two. Dean Wade at the one. Lavert at the one. <laughs> Dude, I, Dean Wade should be running the one, but whatever. Um, five seed. Oh, we talked about that. Okay. Uh, Boston. I have the Nets. It's five the seed. Nets? Yeah. Okay. That's respectable, though, by, by you. It was gutsy, but respectable. Um, yeah. Um, I see Kevin Durant just being like, Oh, no, we're talking about the Celtics first. 
I said the Nets. You said the Celtics. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about the Celtics. I see Kevin Durant just being like, okay, so guys. The, the Celtics, obviously, you did this two weeks ago. <laughs> guys, Go ahead. we're just not going to be in a play-in. We're not in the play-in, but I want some room. But we don't need – like, we can't risk getting injured, but we don't need to be, you know, in the top three. I see that's what Kevin Durant's going to lay out for the guys. What kind of a plan is that? And, and Kyrie's going to be like, oh, man, but the chakra, the number six or number five, is just so off. And I like an even number. And then uh, Kevin Durant's like, all right, whatever. But, yeah, um, I like the Nets. I like the Nets. I think injury-free Nets is almost an impossibility. Oh, Kevin wow. Durant will miss time. Kyrie will miss time. Ben Simmons will miss time. Hot take, Ben Simmons is not going to miss time. He obviously will miss time. Why do you say that? Because he hasn't played in how long? Man. He hasn't taken that physical load on his body in how long? He's, he's ramping up, dude. He's ramping up. No, okay. Dude. I think he is ready to play this year, but he's definitely going to have a couple games, maybe a week or two of, oh, he's out for back soreness. Okay, yeah. that's the And that's the reason that. The Nets will be at the four or five spot. Okay, that's true. I can. If see they that. are injury free, I think they're a top three team. And if they all do play, they're a top three team. Yeah. You're also forgetting about Joe Harris coming off. What do you have? Yeah. Wrist surgery? Elbow? I elbow. I think elbow. Yeah, Joe Harris. Can Joe be Harris big is coming off that. Seth Curry older. Seth Curry actually. Seth Curry isn't even cleared right now. Really? Yeah. So there you go. Another thing. Yeah. Um, and. TJ Warren. Walker Kessler just not ready yet. Yeah. TJ Warren's saying he's fine, but he's not cleared yet by a doctor. But I expect him to be ready Who's for Who's doctor? <laughs> yeah, doctor said he hasn't back yet. You don't know doctor? I haven't heard of him. Yeah. Um, um, Celtics, have they been in the news recently? I haven't heard much, no. I'm hearing something about their coach and something about a, a, a time lord or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. yeah. Um, Obviously, you did this ranking two weeks ago, like I was saying. The Celtics are probably... One or two. One or two, but dude, this, this is without their head coach and everything going on, dude, I just don't. And what's funny is, with the news about Ime Udoka, people aren't talking about the fact that the Time Lord, he's not going to be out each 12 weeks. He's going to resume basketball activities yeah, yeah. He's gonna in start 8 to 12 like, weeks. He's going to start shooting like spot jumpers in 8 exactly. to 12 weeks. Like spot jumpers. He's like one for four all time on spot jumpers. I, I, like literally <laughs> as I was saying that, I was like, wait a second. What would Robert Williams do in a workout? Like, like, introduction <laughs> he doesn't workout. even shoot hook shots. Maybe he doesn't a, even shoot jump hooks. Maybe like a mic and drill or Maybe knows? a mic. They're just like, all right, uh, start dunking whenever you're ready. I um, need the Celtics to post a full Robert Williams workout. Yeah, not for real. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. Is Tice still on roster for them? What does that change for you at all? Who's starting at the five? Start, um, Big L? Yeah. Oh, I guess Big L will be playing some five minutes. Another thing to look at, uh, Celtics' uh, third biggest offseason move, signing Danilo Gallinari. ACL. He's out for the season. Out for the season. Um, now... Uh, Coach Missoula is a friend of the of a friend of the podcast. Correct. So we're big Missoula guys, you know. So we hope he's okay. So many white guys on the Boston bench. No, for real. They they had to load up. They had to retool. Um, no Daniel Thesis on this roster. Oh man. So who's a who? So you think Al Horford will be starting the five? Yeah, but like Al is. There's no way Al's going to give him what they what he gave last year. 
No chance. And he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to have They're more actually rest. Very slim down low. Without, I know. Without Time Lord and Gallinari. They got they got Mufundu, Kevin Gelly. Oh yeah. Luke Cornette, obviously. An oh asset. yeah. I'm hearing a lot about Cornette being a rotation guy, which is not good news for Celtics fans. Where are you hearing that? What do you mean? Where? Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and Brian Windhorst. That's where I'm hearing. They've that. got Luca. Samanich. I don't need to revere my. I don't need to revere. Reveal They've got sources. Luka Samanich. He's a guy. He's he's definitely a player. And then 6'10", 230, number ninety one. So I'm t- I'm as tall, must, but must be a Rodman him. fan. <laughs> Probably out benches you call. Definitely does not out bench yes, me. Yes, he does. I'm right? gonna I'll, I'm gonna DM him. Heard he benches two fifty five and a half. Um, I'm probably there. So no, you're yeah. two fifty five guy. I, t- I just two repped two fifty. So big deal. Yeah. Well. Um. Anyways, I have the Celtics as the four seed. Who do you have the four seed? Don't Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So um, we're very close with this. I thought we were gonna yeah. be a little bit farther off, but no. Nah. Um. Okay. Three seed. Bucks. 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 Philly. Philly. Yeah. Uh, I have Buck at the three seed because I just don't see them getting up as much in the regular season, and I don't see them going for that one seed because they just want the championship. You know, they've seen they see the light at the end of the tunnel, um, and so, they're going to be having that in mind. But they're just, so you're, you're you're wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, dude. Chris Middleton was hurt. Yeah, Yon- that's that. The reason they didn't get the one seed last year is because everybody was hurt, not because they were coasting. They're not going to be coasting. It's going to be a conscious effort to limit their, you know, their, the guys playing. I think with that conscious effort, they will still get the one seed. Giannis Hell is no. Giannis is head and shoulders the best player in this conference, and he's going to show that, dude. <laughs> I think they have everybody coming back from last year. You ever contrib- heard of Omer Yurtseven? <laughs> I have. I, I still think Giannis is head and shoulders above everybody. Okay. In this okay. I think even a coasting Bucks team gets the one seed in this conference. I think a coasting Bucks team will get the three seed. And I think they they saw how important that home home uh, home field advantage is in the playoffs last year. Dude, Brooke Lopez is ninety years old. Okay. So what? Chris Middleton has been hurt every single playoffs. He so just he came up Team him. USA. Obviously, he's going to have the Team USA hangover. Everybody does after they did the Olympics. So did Drew Holiday. Yeah, exactly. That's, dude. Do you know how much basketball that was? I know that. I'm not. I'm not saying. October, I know that they played from October to August. You're telling a guy who knows what you're telling him. Okay. I don't understand how you're not seeing that they're going to be I'm, the ones. I'm saying that they won a championship already and they lost in the playoffs due to injury. You think Giannis is one of those guys that's like, oh, I have my one championship. I'm saying he, I'm saying they're gonna have less value in getting the one seed because of that nah. championship. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying that they see the one seed value after they lost to the Celtics last year. They didn't lose to the Celtics. They didn't have home court advantage. They lost because their second best player was out, and no one can make a three point shot, and no one can spread the floor for Giannis Acampo. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So we'll see. We'll see. Hey, we'll see. Yeah, I we would, will see. I would like to. If you have the Heat as the one seed, I'm leaving right now. <laughs> uh, dude, it's, they were the one seed last. Two seed, ready, set, go. 76ers. Heat. Okay. <laughs> I see the 76ers going absolutely just crazy hard this regular season, trying to prove points. 
and trying to make stuff happen. They got a guy, P.J. Tucker, who gives it his absolute all, and I'm expecting him to rub off a little bit on James Harden. That might be, uh, you know, lead Harden to maybe an injury, but if it doesn't, I do see. <laughs> what kind of a take is that? <laughs> Harden goes, goes too hard, gets hurt. Um, yeah, uh, I think the 76ers are going to be on a mission this regular season. Um, and I think MB, Embiid has been uh, refueled for his uh, desire for MVP after the heartbreaking loss last year. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. I think the Sixers, as constructed, are a regular season team. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I think if maybe, maybe one night Harden does have a bad game, Embiid's there to have 30 and 20. Mm-hmm. Maybe they scout Embiid a little bit harder. They start double-teaming him. Harden has 45 and, and 10 assists. Yeah. And, I mean, Tyrese Maxey, we saw him in the playoffs last year, really yeah. come into his own. Definitely. Montrezl Harrell, dog. Yeah. You know. He's, he's always good. I mean. Tobias Harris will come in and do. Something. He might do something. Dude, I mean, all reports Let's hope are saying. Let's Matisse Thibel worked on some corner threes this offseason. Yeah. All reports are saying Harden's had a good offseason. Why is Paul Reed squinting so hard in that picture? B-ball Paul? He probably, he probably had lights in his eyes. B-ball, dude, B-ball Paul is an underrated player. Yeah, let's, let's hope Doc still doesn't hate B-ball Paul. No way Doc still hates B-ball Paul. It's not even possible. Let's hope he doesn't. Who could hate a guy like B-ball Paul? Um, yeah. Miami Heat, one seed. I, I don't want to have this argument right now. So it's not an argument. Whatever just, you would like to say, say it, and then we'll move on. I don't want to okay, have this argument. This isn't right like now. favoritism. I just don't see people just don't understand. No, yeah, for sure. It's not. This isn't funny. I'm being serious. Uh, yeah. Okay. Are you ready to have an adult conversation? Sure. Okay. People don't understand how little turnover there's been. We lost one player that's valuable, mm-hmm. and Victor Oladipo is going to be. Oh, the Victor Oladipo thing again. Okay. Improved like crazy. Right. Okay. Jimmy Butler will not have gotten any worse. Bam and Abayo has is Jimmy gonna, Jimmy's got to cut the hair, right? He can't. He can't. Yeah, he's he's already on, he's already on record saying okay. he's not going to be playing game one of the regular season with that hair. Okay, um, dude, Bam Adebayo has improved okay. crazily, and I think this hole at the four is actually going to be leading Bam. Yeah, I mean, Adebayo. how about that stuff he was doing in the Miami Summer League? Is this a joker for real? No, I was like, how about it? <laughs> he was amazing. He was in shooting Miami threes, right? Yeah, he was. He was That's shooting cool. pull up threes. He was shooting step back threes. Remember the clip of Mitchell Robinson? Couple off Playing ago. at the Y? Yeah. The Y in Miami City Pro League are not the same. Okay, but all all seriousness, uh, reports are that Bam Adebayo is probably going to be playing some minutes at the four. Yep. Which is going to be good for his perimeter aggressiveness. Um, his more, you know, he's going to be shooting jump shots, I fully expect it, okay. this year. Um, and Duncan Robinson has said that he's improved miles uh, on the defensive end, he says he watches film of himself from the, uh, the last year and doesn't even recognize the player he saw. I see. What is ex- he comparing that to? How he is now. He hasn't played. To he has no. I trust. I trust Duncan Robinson. Has, I, I'm just. He has no baseline to compare. Uh, guess what? Practice and such. And I trust hey, Duncan Robinson. One day in the training camp. Oh my gosh! Shut I, up. I, I, like I like Duncan Robinson as a we player, have, but that makes no sense. We have three two guards. Yep. who are ridiculously motivated to go out there and prove themselves. And I expect this to be all the good kinds of conflict and everyone's, it's going to bring the best out of everybody. Um, Kyle Lowry, not sure about. Gabe Vincent, he's going to be solid. Jamie Butler, great. All-star. Max Struess. 
Yeah. He's a guy. Your one seed is the 76ers? No, it's the Bucks. Oh, that's crazy talk. Okay, cool. Did you not hear? All right. I forgot. I you, you, no, I, I forgot you don't listen when I talk on this podcast. We talked a lot about a lot of teams, dude. You just make sure your next take is ready. That's not even a little bit true. Okay, so to summarize, my one through ten, Bucks one, Heat two, Sixers three, Nets four, Celtics five, Toronto six, Cavs seven, Hawks eight, Bulls nine, Wizards ten. My seating... 10 Bulls, 9 Wizards, 8 Hawks, 7 Raptors, 6 Cavaliers, 5 Nets, 4 Boston Celtic, 3 Bucks, 2 Sixers, 1 Duncan Robinson and the Miami Heat. We're going to write these down, and at the end of the year, whoever's is most similar to what it actually is, they get uh, no the loser has five dollars. No, the loser's a punishment. That's and we'll workshop the punishment. You're acting like these aren't written down. Well, no, I'm saying like we're gonna remember them. We're gonna we're yeah. Gonna, I mean they'll be written down and saved. We're on g- no, I'm gonna put them in the fridge. No. Yes. I'm gonna take it down. Okay. Well, now we are coming into segments. Dun, now. Dun. Uh, these segments, you know, they're going to be a good time. Uh, they're going to be every single episode. Um, we're going to be doing. You want to, you want to, you want to lay it all out, or you want to do it as we go? Why don't you give a quick summary of what the segments okay. are, and then we'll go through them. So, weekly segments will be. Uh, first off, we're going to be doing a loser of the week. Uh, both of us will come up with a loser of the week who we think had the worst week in the NBA. You know, you know, for whatever reason. And then, winner of the week. Each of us have a winner of the week. You know, good stuff that happened. You know, yeah. It speaks for itself. Um, Then we will be doing the game of the week. We're going to be picking a game. It could be a national TV game. It could be um, a league pass game. A lot of games this week. (laughs) A game that, you know, we want everyone to look out for. It's going to be a good game. We're going to talk about why. Uh, we will be doing a NBA tweet of the week. This will be a tweet that me and Chase collaborated together in the NBA world that we saw as the best tweet of the week in the NBA. And lastly, we'll do it, be doing a trivia question of the week. We're going to alternate who asks, who answers. Um, and yeah. What do you want to start out with? Well, we start off with the loser of the week. Okay. My loser of the week touched on this earlier, the Boston Celtics. Uh, Ime Udoka suspended for one year. Woe just saying he's coached his last game for the Boston Celtics. May not Celtics. ever come back. Uh, that's what I believe. Uh, not to mention, Time Lord, they're all, I think he was all defense last year, center, will be, will be out of basketball activities for 8 to 12 weeks. Um, that was enough for them to be lose their week already. I thought they lost their best big man, but, the, you know, the coach sucks they're really really weak yeah. in the front court like we discussed gallinari also towards acl so this is a story this is a story everybody wants to talk about but there's nothing new to talk about there's no information that's really out there you mean on email doka yes on adoka yeah, there's going to be a lot to learn more there will be comes out. far more to come out but what's come out right now everybody's like well why did he get suspended for that yeah there's way more out there yeah that we don't know um we're not going to speculate though it's no, not fair we don't have anything to speculate on you know, going into media day, 
there's always an optimism for every team in the league. Every team's putting out starting lineup pictures, big three pictures that aren't big threes. You know, this player, this player lost 10 pounds, this player gained 20 pounds of muscle, blah, 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 blah. This player's happy, this player's excited to be back. But the Suns media day reportedly had a vibe of a funeral. That's what I've heard. Nobody was happy. You know, everything going on with Sarver. Devin Booker was apparently close with Sarver. Never really saw the side of him that is being reported and is out there right now. CP3 was not close to Sarver at all. Outwardly spoke against Sarver and clearly doesn't like him at all. Very brazen, that Chris yeah. Paul. And to round out this son's big three, Aiton said in an interview <laughs> that he and Monty Williams have not spoken <laughs> since their incident at the end of the Dallas Mavericks series. Oh, my gosh. And he was asked how he feels right now. Feels all right. He's, he goes, I'm a, no, he goes, he goes, uh, so DeAndre, are you happy to be here? He goes, I'm all right. Like he looks like, like a kid, who was like mad that like his mom didn't get him candy or something like. Yeah, he, like they didn't go to looked, McDonald's. I'm not gonna lie, he was it was very childish from how he was acting. It was just so so like if I'm a Suns fan and I saw that, I'm like, yo, what like what's going on? Like, like yeah, what's you up almost with this guy? you almost think like going back to the Monty Williams stuff that their window with Monty may have closed. With what do you mean with Monty? You mean like with Chris Paul? It's no, not with, Monty Williams' fault per se. If um, him and Aiton are having these problems, like you got to, as a head coach, you got to be. Oh, and just to remind good. wait, just to remind everyone, um, that game seven is so controversial. Not only because they lost by forty, but DeAndre Aiden played fifteen minutes in that game. Um, well, they, guy who was they were losing by money. like eighty the whole time. Chris Paul still played thirty. Devin Booker still played over thirty. So, yeah, he also he was subbed out very quickly in the first quarter. But yeah, I don't know. They may just need a new voice. Who knows? I don't think that's a problem, personally. Um, but yeah, winner of the week. Who's your winner of the week, Chase? Well, back to what I was saying earlier about all the optimism for media day. Mm-hmm. My winner of the week is the Pelicans. No way. So is mine. No way. Are you for real? Yeah, I thought this was kind of a stretch, but maybe no. not. You know, Zion, media day. Zion is in shape. He looks healthy. Once again, is in shape. He has definition in his shoulders. Last year, he didn't have that. Yeah, he has muscles. There's videos of Zion and CJ first day of training camp. I love CJ. We out here, you know, this and that, this and that. CJ so Zion is now a team guy. Him and CJ are cool. Clearly, they've talked. Him and CJ were were, were like this from the start of that trade. But no, yeah. yeah, for sure they were. They, they were sitting next to other at uh, dinners and such. CJ literally said on ESPN. No, I meant from the beginning the trade happened, CJ McCollum made sure he was as close to Zion as possible. Yeah, but Zion didn't want to do that at first. I meant like they were together. Like CJ McCollum was reaching out his hand and doing his absolute best to make sure he was involved. This is about Zion, Cole. Zion, I said CJ. Zion is now being shown as a team guy by the Pelicans. Right. When last season he was not. Okay. And Reports are saying that Zion looked great in their first practice. So yeah. I watched some clips. Pelicans championship. Um, Brandon Ingram also has an afro, you know. So that's he was big. wearing. He was also wearing like a, a Hanes T-shirt for yeah, Media I Day, saw which that was very, very peculiar. Um, but I've also, also not surprised at all because that's something Brandon Ingram yeah. would do. I've also heard great things about CJ McCollum's offseason. Um, how much he's how he's feeling really really healthy. How he's you know you know on top of his shot making. He's just I just had heard about good things from that yeah i mean he's a pro he's gonna be ready for training camp yeah okay nba tweet of the week this is a 
This this guy is a podcast favorite here. Yes. Um, Cavaliers Media Day. Probably a top five par for the court player and dream guest. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they're doing their individual pictures. Everyone goes up. They get a series of, you know, photos. Um, Robin Lopez is up for his picture, taking time. The photographer tells him, do a pose you do something naturally in a game. Robin Lopez decided to start air boxing out. He, he bends his knees, puts his arms out, and he starts pretending to box someone out. So that's all time. Not to mention, Robin Lopez has a track record of wearing whatever shoes he can get the easiest. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell gets traded to the Cavs. He's wearing Donovan Mitchells. <laughs> yeah, you got like, how does that process start? Like, when does he, does he have his agent reach out to Donovan's no, agent? Does he text I, 1 Donovan? One million percent. The first time he sees the guy in person, he goes, hey, uh, can you get me some of your shoes? And That's probably it. Like one million percent. One million percent. You know, when we have Robin on this podcast, which we will. That's going to be one of the first questions. We won't ask any like, so like, why did you fall in love with basketball? It'll just be questions like that. Yeah. 100%. Like, why did you wear the same pair of Giannis's for a whole season? Yeah. Was it the same pair? Did you have multiple <laughs> pairs? Yeah. Like, all of that. Yeah. Um, all of it. Why do you twist your knee socks? Why yeah. do you wear knee socks? Does it happen naturally or does he do it on purpose? He definitely does it on purpose. Yeah. He has a reason. Um. Before we end the show, I have two I things. I have one more tweet of the week. Oh, you have a tweet? Okay. I have one more. Okay. It's probably not as funny yeah. as Robin Lopez, but I think it's way more seen. Mm-hmm. So the Pelicans players, the, the Haw- or why did I say the Pelicans? The Hawks tweeted this out. Gave the guys a Polaroid and had them write down their goal for the oh, season. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's individual shots of probably the starting, maybe the starting lineup of this year's Hawks team. Yep. DeJounte Murray, his under, under his picture, says win championship. Trey Young, just put championship. Yep. John Collins, championship float, celebration on Peachtree. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, just win in all caps. Win. Then we get to Clint Capella. Clint Capella puts on his team, all defense, and ECF. Oh, he wants ECF. Not defensive player of the year, team, all defense. Not even all team defense. Oh, my gosh. Team, all defense, Eastern Conference Finals. He just wants to get there. No finals, just, you know. Just Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. So that had the Twitter world to storm. If I'm the Hawks, I'm not putting Clint's out. Or I'm saying you got to yeah. rewrite this. Well, no, you, you can't do that. you got to be honest. Um, Don't put it out, though. One thing I heard people comment about was how bad their handwriting was. I don't think it's that bad. It's pretty bad. I don't know why Clint maybe should have taken a different picture. Yeah. We can't comment on that, though. Same with DeAndre Hunter. But um, yeah. It's all good. Two things that I want to fit in. Real quick, before we do the trivia question. Oh, we're not doing Game of the Week for uh, Wizards-Warriors in Japan? Well, that's the only game. So, right, so Game of the Week, Wizards-Warriors in Japan. When, when, when is that being game. played? I, I don't even know. I think that's this week. Soon. Okay. Tom Thibodeau has press conference, one of the most controversial coaches in the NBA. Um, the Knicks have placed a crazy amount of value in September Quinton. 30th, 6 a.m. Wizards Warriors. Can't wait. I'm going to have early Let's for go. Um, Knicks have put a crazy amount of value in Quentin Grimes, shooting guard, light skin. Way too much value. Like a lot of value. So much value. And all the Knicks fans like are the super reason excited they about didn't him. Make it down from Mitchell trade. No, like legit. Um, Tibbs was asked about the starting lineup. He says. Evan Fournier is starting at the two. And the Knicks fans went nuts. 
I mean nuts. So much so that Tibbs was trending on Twitter. Yeah, in I mean, On media day, a coach of a team that's going to be around the 10th seed was trending on media day. That's how mad the Knicks fans were at this guy. This is a guy who, and this is, this is checked, Taj Gibson was the first sub in 60% of Knicks games last year. How about that? That guy's like 40. And you get all these young yeah. developing players on a team that Obi Toppin is on that he played, I think, under 17 minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, crazy. You look at every franchise that has given as much rain as, as Thibodeau has right now. Doc Rivers with the Clippers, that didn't really work. Uh, Van Gundy with the Pistons. I was gonna say I was gonna say Dwayne Casey, but yeah, Van Gundy with the Pistons clearly didn't work. Yes, and now debatable. they're doing it. That's debatable. Now they're doing it with Thibodeau. It's like okay, this what are they is going see? downhill fast. Yeah. Um, also, one more thing I want to include: LeBron James, Draymond Green, and Kevin Love bought a major league pickleball team. Big big news for pickleball. Shout out to Uncle Gwib. Shout out to Uncle Dave with yeah. the pickleball. Yeah, man. And lastly, for our trivia question of the week. This week, Chase will be asking me a question. Is this right? Uh, yeah, I'll ax it. Okay. Ax away. This has uh, nothing to do with recent news or what's going on, but I just wanted to test your knowledge of like coaches and how many coaches you can name of certain teams. Okay. I want to know how many Celtics head coaches you can name. Okay. Red Auerbach. Okay. Bill Russell. That's two. Doc Rivers. Three. Brad Stevens. Four. Ime Udoka. Five. Uh, Joe Mazzula. Six. How many are there? There's 18. Um, Rick Pitino. Seven. Um, did Ainge ever coach for them? He did not ever coach. Okay. Um, are there any more I should, I should know? Absolutely. Um, Larry Bird. No, he there's, Pacers. there's four on here that I think you should get. Okay, but you I, haven't. Can I can I get a hint? Think former players. Uh, former players. He played on the Celtics. What do you think? Um, oh my gosh. Um, Dennis Johnson. No. Um, You're also not even thinking about who Larry Bird played for. What do you mean who Larry Bird played? Oh. Bro, I actually can't think of who Larry Bird played for. I thought you'd be better at this. I won't lie to you. Can you give me a hint? Uh, this is an obvious one, but he was 6'9". Dave Cowens coached the Celtics? Player coach, 78-79. Oh, wow. Did Havlicek coach? Definitely not. No. Um, okay. <laughs> I need, Dude, I need more hits. Okay. So this was the fifth Celtics coach. Yeah. It was... This is after who? One, two, Red Auerbach, Bill Russell, and then this person. Oh, that helps so much. He was later an announcer. Later an announcer. He's coach of the year, 72-73. He won two championships in 74 and 76. Dude, this is really tough. I, I don't know. T-H. The... Those are his initials, dumbass. Tom Hardy. I don't know. Tom? Tom? Oh, Tom Heinsohn? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. He coached? Uh-huh. Jeez Louise. And then you still don't have Larry Bird's coaches, which I don't know how you don't. 
I'm gonna be really mad when you name them, but but don't name. Give me a hint on the name, like who it okay, is. Okay, I'll give you a hint on one of their first names. Okay. Normally, this first name is five letters, but in this case, it's two initials. You're so bad at hints. That's such a good hint. What? It's usually Casey five Jones. Letters. Yes. Okay. Um, See how quick you got that? That was a great hit. <laughs> so you have Adoka, Stevens. Stevens, Patino, Russell, Auerbach. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Udoka, Stevens, Patino, Russell, Auerbach, Cowens, Jones. Heinsen. Uh, Heinsen. Did I say Rivers? Yeah. So I have, I have nine? Yeah. Okay. What other one should I know, bro? Um, give me one more hint on one of them. I don't know if you would get any of the other ones. Just, just try. Well, you're missing another one of the birds coaches, I think. Okay, yeah, you are. K- give me a hint on that one, and then we'll call it. Uh, champion in '81. Oh, that helps. '79, '80, coach of the year, top ten coach in NBA history. I, it's. I got I got something. Can I get a hint of the name? First and last name, total of two syllables. Don Johns. No. Huh? Don Johns? <laughs> he was white? Guy heard two syllables, not he had to say it in under two seconds. <laughs> Can I get a hint on the name, I said. <clears throat> do you want the initials? What do you like what do you want here? I don't know, whatever you think. B F is the initials. Oh, hell no. Um, nothing else? Born in Davenport, Iowa. That doesn't help. Went to Wilson High School, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That doesn't help. You went to Coe College? Dude, that doesn't help. Coe. <laughs> Come on. That boy, a lot of corn. LaMelo <laughs> La- La- Ball. They were doing a game like you can't see it, but you have to feel it and guess. And... Lavella Ball was given a, a thing of corn, and he did the worst impression of the corn kid I've ever heard in my life. It was awful. So I encourage you to look that up. Give me a hint on the name. I just gave you a hint. Oh, his high school really helped. Okay, the first initial is B. B-F. It's an abbreviation for a longer name. B-J? No. Um, but the, Bo. the longer name doesn't start with B. Oh, uh, William... Or Bill. There you go. Um, Johnson? I don't know. Last name hint. F? Oh, it's BF. Uh, Bill Francis. No, he's at a high school. Uh, F. Franklin? Should I just give it to you at this point? Bill Fitch. Oh, I would not have gotten that. You didn't know that? Okay, who are the, who are the coaches? Okay, starting first coach, John Russell. Of course. Alvin Julian, then Red, then Bill Russell, Tommy Hines, and Tom Sanders, Dave Cowan's player coach. So I guess Tom Sanders was like a coach for half the year. Oh, nice. Good for Tom. And then Cowan's, who was 6'9", by the way, Yep. took over as player coach for that year. Then Bill Fitch was hired. Then Casey Jones. Jimmy Rogers after that. Jimmy Chris Rogers. Ford. Oh, ML Carr. You should have gotten that one. Oh, too. man. And then Patino, Jim O'Brien, 
John Carroll. I think he later started a school in Maryland. Nice. Doc Rivers, Brad Stevens, Ime Adoka, and now the Joe Missoula. Friend of a friend of the podcast. Yes. Okay. I think that was a good well, trivia question. Yeah, that was, that was a good trivia. Yeah. Um, All righty. Well, we thank you very much for listening, and we hope everyone enjoys the, the new layout of uh, the podcast. I think it limited the rambling, kept us on track. Good times, good times. All right, uh, we will see you next Thursday. By the way, Thursday uploads. Expect them weekly, okay? We're going to be on. Bam! Thursday. Mark your calendar. Set an alarm every Thursday. Listen to us talk about the NBA. Okay. Goodbye. Peace out.